The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast Final Four Watch Party. This Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean, and Colby over on youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. And please make sure to fill out our listener survey. You're going to get a chance to win $100, a $100 SGPN gift card. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. Drivers, start your... Strap in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. As our intro has been improperly quoted time and time again, it is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Villagomez. Cody, I don't know if you did catch it, but they did mention uh, something about, oh, who said that? Uh, I'll wreck your grandma to win a championship on the broadcast this weekend. And I thought, they don't uh, listen to the show. <laughs> I missed that part. Damn, that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and in fact, they misattributed it too. I don't think they even gave the, the credit to uh, Tony Stewart. I believe they gave it to somebody else. And oh, yeah, I mean, geez. it was like, come on now. You guys definitely don't listen to the show. That's funny. I've had, oh God, I can't even remember who it was, but somebody hit me up and wanted to, Wanted the actual like video, like knew wanted to know if I had the video clip, so I was able to find them quickly, so they could watch the actual uh, actual video clips. And uh, the young Bob Pockris and that that Kurt Busch quote, uh, that's Kurt Busch talking to Bob Pockris about uh, beat, you know, thinking he's an idiot. Basically, that's uh, that's pretty funny. I, I enjoyed watching that back, so it was pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I, when I was searching through clips to find the ones for the beginning, I was very excited about those two. Uh, I thought they basically encapsulated everything this show is all about, <laughs> and so I was. They're, I was they're perfect. I I love those two clips. Uh, all right. Well, we are of course now coming to you with the Xfinity episode. I think Cody, this is just going to be what we do now. I think we're just going to work backwards from Cup all the way down to trucks because it seems the books don't even want to really give us truck odds, so we'll work around it then. <laughs> We've been saying we have the bigger advantage in the truck and Xfinity series, and uh, I think the books obviously hurt us because, yeah, they're they're obviously very scared. The truck, we were just looking at the truck odds before we started this one, and, and it's still very scarce. So I, I don't know why it's been so rough, and maybe because it is more so predictable or whatnot. But, yeah, we've gotten a lot of good feedback, so thanks to all of you that have given us that feedback that you like this format better. Uh, we like it better, too, I think, and, and we get those early cup things and, 
it's nice to get the cup in early, get those bets in before lines move too much and all that stuff. Uh, and, and there's just more options there and it gives, gives more time to get more options for these other ones as we get later in the week. So I like it. I'm feeling good about Xfinity rod. I haven't dug too deep into trucks yet. There's not many odds out there anyways. Um, but the cup race, I felt I feel good about. It. I always feel good about our picks. We don't give them out if we don't feel good. Obviously, we cut the truck picks back last week because we didn't feel great. Um, but I, I feel very, very confident in this Xfinity. I see this race going a particular way and found a lot of good ways to bet on it. So I think this is going to be the race I'm most excited for this weekend. You know, and as I was doing my initial research too, uh, just just heading into it before the lines even came out, I was noticing so many patterns and so many things that that were happening that i i definitely once the odds came out i was like oh thank god there's actually ways to incorporate this into what i was researching because then i was like well all right that that means that i was on the right track thankfully so hopefully we can uh, we can cash in on that yeah exactly well sometimes you're like you're thinking okay i'm liking this guy i'm not liking that and then there's just not great ways like to bet on those specific things and there's not the right head to heads aren't there and sometimes it's like Oh, they picked the two guys that, that you really think might be just back to back, and that makes it a lot tougher and stuff. But sometimes it just falls into place. And I think the Xfinity series this week has has fallen into place for the way that I see it running out uh, pretty, pretty well, I think. I concur. Well, it is the Toyota Care 250, the Richmond Raceway in Richmond, Virginia. Cody, have you been to Virginia? Have you ever been to Richmond? Um, I've I've been in dc before but that's it i've never actually been to richmond yeah (laughs) i've been in virginia i know it's its own thing but it's right there (laughs) (laughs) no i've I've definitely been in virginia before but i don't know that i've ever been in richmond area so uh definitely still a good place to visit uh 250 laps around this 0.750 mile paved track for a 187 and a half uh race there it's uh look as much as the um the cup race has been dominated by uh Toyotas not so much the Xfinity race it's actually been uh more of a a uh, Chevrolet show except of course for last year when uh Ty Gibbs won this one in a Toyota and the top 2 cars <laughs> were Toyota but the race before that it was Gregson and Haley won two in Chevrolets in fact Algar was there in fourth making it three of the four and then of course uh Chevrolets one two three in the 2020 race as well in the first co-around. And then top two were Chevys in the 2020 race in the early. Uh, they stopped coming here twice a year, so they come here once a year. This will be their only visit to Richmond, the Xfinity drivers, as it were. So this is the only time we get to see them around the .75 track. Of course, just like the Cup guys, this is the shortest track for the Xfinity that we've seen so far. Um, and they don't have the same type of package restraints and, and new package that the uh, or the cup drivers do. So again, like Cody said, this is probably going to play out in ways that we've seen this this race play out in the past because they haven't tinkered with the Xfinity cars a whole lot uh, in this in this series. Yeah, it's going to be look just like it was last season, and I think you can look more at what people have done so far this year too, just because. It's not a different package from from what you've had the rest of the races. So, obviously, road courses and super speedways are different tracks. But as far as the other three that we've been on with Auto Club and Vegas and and Phoenix, I think you can look more at and use total momentum through even the road courses and super speedways as well 
and, and how things are going for certain teams, how things are going for certain drivers, how they're not going for other teams, how they're not going for other drivers, uh, and use that uh, going into this race even more so. I mean, you you can in the Cup Series, but even as we talked about with our picks yesterday, kind of went with some different guys than we have before just because of the style of track, because of the package and all that stuff. I don't think that applies as much in the Xfinity Series. That is correct. Cars have been coming here since 1982 in the then uh, NASCAR Budweiser Late Model Sportsman Series. <laughs> this was race two of 29 where Tommy Hudson uh, won in a Pontiac back in 1982 uh, to win I, this I really race. felt like this track was older than that. I guess not. Well, the track itself is definitely older than that, but not Xfinity as as, racers, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Or I'm sorry, uh Budweiser Sportsman Series later Bush Series later Xfinity Series racers. Uh, no, this 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 first race on here was 1953. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the specific Xfinity, I got you. Correct. You, you threw me off with the Budweiser part. Hey man, I'm just giving the history. You're you're the history man. I just thought I'd back up a little bit with it as well. So yeah, I got I, real quick. I got this is this is too good of history to not pass up. March 29th, 1959, the start of a NASCAR race at the half-mile Wilson Speedway was delayed when the front stretch grandstand burned down. A fan's cigarette dropped onto the structure <laughs> below and slowly spread. No one was hurt, and the race began once the fire was under control. <laughs> this is why smoking is banned now. <laughs> that encapsulates the uh, Winston Cup series, right, from uh, from all the way back in 1959. <laughs> uh, um, that was a, a funny piece of history. Just, oh, yeah, fan dropped their cigarette. The grandstands burned down, and as soon as the fire was contained, they... Uh, they raced they said, and obviously nobody was injured so that makes it easier to laugh at it yeah well i was gonna say it's a, drop but, the yeah, green it might flag. not be so funny if somebody was hurt but. no no well, uh, <laughs> <Depending>. anyway <laughs> uh, gotta love it um god well okay listen before we get to the bets there's a ton of stuff that happened holy news day yeah. in nascar rod yeah cody why All don't right. you hit us with the um, news I'm going to breeze through it. I'm going to start with the Xfinity story because I thought this was great. Josh Williams has picked up a new primary sponsor, <laughs> Parking Guidance Systems, a company that creates technology to help manage a parking structure, uh, has decided to sponsor him. I thought that was great after his whole parking deal. There is also uh, Bristol Motor Speedway is now selling a Josh Williams package to get into the weekend. No parking pass included, though, which I thought was uh, unfortunate. Yeah, that's not... But uh, the biggest news of the day, the Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports had their uh, appeals heard today. Again, this is an independent board. Uh, they're, they're not NASCAR. They don't work for NASCAR. They're independent. Uh, I don't have in front of me who was on the, the panel, but I know like Bill Lester, former Truck Series guy, was on there. Uh, and there was a couple of other people that, that have been involved in the sport in different ways. They decided to keep the $100,000 fines in place, so each team was fined $100,000, so $400,000 for Hendrick total. And the four race suspensions for all four crew chiefs remain in effect. They've obviously served two of those already with Atlanta, with Coda, so they'll be out this weekend at Richmond. Next week is Bristol Dirt, I do believe. Um, so they'll be out for those races, and then they'll be back. The points were all reinstated. So the 100 regular season points for the driver is reinstated. The 100 regular season points for the car number is reinstated. The 10 playoff points that each driver was fined of the three because the didn't apply to the nine car because it was Barry in that car that week. That's huge. So William Byron's two wins, he had lost all those points and gone back to zero, which wasn't so bad. 
or, or a few points, I think, because he had some stage wins. But now, instead of these other guys starting 10 in the hole, Alex Bowman and uh, Kyle Larson, or having to win and chip into those, they get all those points back. That's going to be huge when it comes to playoff time. Um, and then just for the regular season standings, so Alex Bowman jumps all the way back up into the lead now. Uh, he was the first car, I think I said yesterday he was in the playoffs, but he was the first car outside the playoffs prior to this in 17th. William Byron jumps all the way back up to third. Kyle Larson up into 12th place. So huge uh, for the Hendrick camp. I don't think they care about a $400,000 fine. Yes, that's a lot of money, but Rick Hendrick has the deepest pockets in that. Right, well, I guess Roger Penske takes that title, but the next most deepest pockets in NASCAR, I would say. Um, so that is absolutely huge on the point side of things. Uh, as far as I don't think it was going to be an issue. These guys getting into the playoffs, although it could have seen something potentially, I think they would have all gotten into the playoffs fine. But when it came to the playoffs, we know how much every single point counts. Having 10 extra points might be what gets you into the next round. What ha allows you to make it to fight for a title. So that is huge. Colleagues appeal is scheduled for next Wednesday. Um, I don't, I don't have it in front of me, but I don't believe they can use necessarily. I don't think they can go in and be like, "Look, we had the same thing Hendrick did. Here's what happened to them. Let's just do that." But they can go to H Hendrick, which is a Chevrolet partner, and say, "What did you argue? What do you feel like they liked? What do you feel like they didn't like?" It will likely be a different appeal board. They don't release the board members on the appeal panel until after the appeal, so we don't know for sure. But generally, it's not the same three people. They con It's constantly different people, like a, a jury of any other type, right? They have different people come in and serve on that um, from within the motorsports, whatever. Um, so I think that that bodes well for colleague, obviously. And theirs was less of an offense. It was only one of their teams. It was only one of the things. So they, I would assume, get the points back likely as well. And maybe their fine gets reduced even. Maybe the crew chief suspension gets reduced because it was a lesser offense. I don't know exactly. So we'll have to see on that for, for sure. Um, and then next Thursday is Denny Hamlin's appeal on his fine as well from uh, the comments that he made on his podcast a couple weeks ago about purposely wrecking Chastain. Daniel Suarez also fined $50,000 um, from his actions on pit road this past week, obviously dangerous place to do that with those, those heavy stock cars makes sense. We saw that coming. He did tweet out, uh, which I thought was funny, a picture of, of his leg with a sock and he was using a Sharpie to write a Nike swish on the white sock. And it said current financial status. Uh, I did think that was, that was a little bit funny after, uh, after that deal. And then uh, that, that pretty much covers all the news. One other thing I wanted to note, there are 40 entries for this Xfinity race for 38 spots. This is a dash for cash race, so no cup drivers are allowed. So there will be no cup drivers in this Xfinity race. Only Xfinity guys. Um, I guess you could have truck guys. I don't know if there's anybody up from the truck series or not, but it is specifically no cup series regulars that can compete in this race. So that is that is noteworthy. Thank goodness. I want to finally see these guys race against each other and not have to worry about uh, cup guys interfering in the mix. So, um, yeah, I, I do. I love, I'm, I'm a big proponent of the cup guys being allowed to race in the Xfinity series and all that, but it is nice every once in a while to have a race where it is just the regulars and we get to see them battle it out. And, and there's not somebody else in there, you know, taking, taking that win away. I don't, I hate when people say that really, but 
you know what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, at the very least, competing for the points that could be going to a driver that is actually competing for a championship, and it's not. I mean, I know they don't get awarded, but it also doesn't mean that the next driver in line gets those points. You know, it's that's not how right. this works. So they're right. still yeah. out the points. They're just not necessarily, you know, uh, in line to to get the next set of them. So, yeah. Yeah, and it does look like uh, Derek Krause is going to be filling in in the ten car. That, that all-star car for colleague. Obviously, they can't have any other cup drivers in there, so they've got Derek Krause. He's not even full-time in the truck series this season, so he would be the only quote-unquote truck name, I guess, that you kind of see up here. And trucks also, we'll talk about this tomorrow on the truck show, but they are in Texas at Texas Motor Speedway with IndyCar rather than here at Richmond with the, the cup and Xfinity. So, But yep. that's a whole nother deal for tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably why you don't see any truck guys up here either as well. So. Yeah, maybe. And there's the whole no live pit stops and everything because they're apart from Cup and Xfinity. And yeah, that's a whole. We'll get into all that tomorrow and break it down. We And hopefully have a few more outs. <laughs> sure will. Uh, all right, let's step away then. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll start laying out our bets for this Toyota Care 250 from the Richmond Raceway in Richmond, Virginia. But first... Let's talk about WinBet. It's the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts plus a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during that magical WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. March Madness is about to wrap up, but it's still here, and there's still so many ways to bet on the big dance. If you sign up today... You're going to get a special offer. You bet $100, you get $100. Limited, of course, to state availability. And for our DGENs only out there, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you're going to get a $1,000 free credit. Who doesn't like that? So much to choose from. All you got to do, head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present. The state playthrough WinBet is available. If you or somebody who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I don't have to ask this because I know I am, so you are looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at the Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the entire world. Well, you can win a three-night stay at Circle Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest, as everything is on the SGPN, completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. And if you don't win the contest, I think you have a good shot. But if you don't, you can still get a discount on a room using promo code SGP15. The Final Four watch party is going virtual. Hang out with the guys on their YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways, and so much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast and tune in on Saturday. We are in for some fantastic Xfinity action on Saturday. Now, of course, we know weather will be a factor uh, in the area, right? I mean, it's going to maybe, possibly, again, I'm not a weatherman, but I've, I've been hearing rumblings that Mother Nature may make it difficult to qualify uh, and to do the things necessary to make a, this weekend a smooth running one. Cody, what are you hearing as far as weather's concerned and, and should we be concerned for even this race and how it sets up? Yeah, I think we'll have to keep an eye on it. Uh, it is a uh, chance of rain is 60% is what I'm seeing right now. So we'll see. It doesn't specify 
well, I think that's during the day, but I don't know exactly time-wise what it will be. So, yeah, I have no idea. Um, we'll see. And maybe they use the wet weather package, and um, we go with that. So, again, with that, they won't race in the rain on an oval, but they will race on a damp track. So if it's raining, they would have to stop or not be able to start. They can begin then trying the track, and once they feel like it's dry enough, they can put on the wet weather package, use the tires. They've got the lights on the back. They've got the wipers for the spray from the other cars in front of them. Some have the mud, mud flaps. flaps. <laughs> yes, got the mud flaps, so limit the spray, right? They're, they're spray flaps, I guess you could call them. Or to burn it um, down, one of the two. Yes, yes, or yeah, light, light the whole truck on fire flaps. Uh, but that is a possibility that's something that we could finally see in use. So we'll have to keep an eye on it. I, it it's hard to, to handicap that aspect of it. I mean, it's it's only a 60% chance, which I know is is obviously greater than 50%, so it's more likely to happen than not. But, you know, the weather guys are wrong 99% of the time anyways. So, you know, maybe it'll snow. Maybe it'll rain. Maybe it'll be nice. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll be windy. Maybe it'll be sunny. Maybe it'll be cloudy. There's your forecast because that's about all the weather guys are going to tell you anyways. So who knows? But it's not, I mean, it doesn't look like it's going to be raining all day. So I don't think we can put that too much into the handicapping side of things and just hope it's not chaotic. And maybe you take a long shot or two. You know, I always like to have a long shot in there. So maybe that works out for the long shot because a couple guys get cleaned out because of the wet weather. Who knows? But I'm not going to bank my whole day on oh my goodness, it might rain, and, and we'll keep an eye on things, and maybe as the week goes on, maybe as we approach Saturday, it looks like it's going to rain more. Maybe we will pivot and, and do some different things. I don't even know what you're going to do differently. I mean, we've not we've never had a race in the rain and, or in wet weather conditions on an oval, so how much, how much can you take from that? I don't know. Do you lean towards the road course guys because they seem to have better control. I, I really, I don't know until it happens and we see it, what it's even going to look like. So obviously if you're in the discord, we'll talk about it if, if we need to, and if it looks like that's going to be the case, but I don't know. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad I'm not the only one then because I, <laughs> I very much did not take weather into account at all for this. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm just playing this as if it's going to be a regular race and I, I just I don't know what you would change specifically when we have no, literally it's never been done before in NASCAR. So I, I don't know what to what what even you would change or, or or how much you could pivot or or how you even handicap the potential of that maybe possibly happening. Well, let's just be optimistic and pray that there's no rain and we'll proceed as as normal. So uh, I like that approach. I am always the optimistic man. So I will continue to stay sunny and bright. I like it. it. All right. Sunny and bright is also what your uh, outlook is for the betting card that we're about to lay out for you. A lot of good stuff on this card. I'm looking at it. I love what I'm seeing so far. Cody, why don't you start us off like you always do? Got to kick it off with a, with a one I really like, uh, of course, uh, the JDK, he's always on top of it in the discord. He was just talking about Riley Herbst in there. As I was looking at, at the discord right before we started recording, I'm going to kick it off with Riley Herbst, top five, plus 350. What is Riley Herbst going to do for you every week, Rod? He's going to finish in the top 10. We don't get top 10 odds in Xfinity. Unfortunately, if you do or, you know, I mean, every there's 
billions of different options out there. Different people get different things. If you do, hammer Riley Herb's top 10 pretty much every week. Guess where he's finished every week so far this year, Rod? Inside um, the top 10. <laughs> yes, I think so. I think he maybe had one 11th place in there, but that's close enough to the top 10 that I like it. Um, but no, I mean, Riley Herbst, uh, again, he, he's so consistent. We don't have the cup. He finishes 10th in the side, the top 10 almost every week. And that's with cup guys in the field a majority of the time, sometimes multiple cup guys. So you go back to last year uh, at this race, he finished fifth. Ty Gibbs and AJ Allmendinger both finished ahead of him. Guess what? Both those guys are in the cup series, no longer in the series now, right? Uh, and there's people in those cars now, of course, and, and stuff, but those guys are gone. You go back to 2021, two seasons ago, also finished fifth. Noah Gregson, Justin Haley both finished ahead of him. Also guys, <coughs> excuse me, that have moved on and are no longer in the series. You go back to a couple of weeks ago at Phoenix. We talked about this in the cup series. This is the, the closest recent comparison that we have of this season. Guess what? Riley Herbst finished in fourth. That's in the top five. So two seasons in a row in this race, he's finished in the top five. Finished here uh, at Phoenix a couple weeks ago. He is top, he has finished top 10 in every race this season. Um, and then last year at some comparable track. So Nashville, I think, is actually a very comparable track as far as it's flat on the, the straightaways, the same exact 14-degree banking in the corners. This is a, a three-quarters mile track. That's like a one and a quarter-ish mile track. So it's bigger, but fairly comparable as far as as the flatness as far as the flatter but banked in the corners um and he finished third there last season um you go to martinsville not super comparable but it is a shorter flatter track sixth and third place you go to bristol which is again another short track fifth place there so riley herbst gets it done we know he's going to be in the top 10 already because he is every single week he's so consistent with that and just to ask him to get into the top five with no cup guys in the field with the way he runs consistently every week. And I think if anybody, this might be the type of guy who benefits if there is wet weather, because he is the guy that can just go out there in any conditions on any track, anywhere, anytime, and just consistently get it done inside the top 10 and sometimes inside the top five. Um, and he's got a couple of top fives already this season. Like I said, there at Phoenix. So uh, I love Riley Herps this week. And again, Plus 350, they're giving you a pretty good number to get up into the top five. He doesn't get there every week, but he's close enough every week, and he gets in there enough. And on this type of track, he's done it the last two years here. So love me some Riley Herbs this week. I will continue to add on to that as well because I notice we do have the same head-to-head -head matchup uh, on this one. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I brought you over to the right side of that finally. You sure did. And, but no, this one I was going to be on anyways. We'll get to that in a second, but I do like that one uh, a lot, especially at plus 350. Um, but I'm going to go with a guy that, uh, look, top three odds in this one were a little bit difficult because like Cody and I were talking about before in the preview, this race is probably going to shake out the same way that it has over the last couple of years because a lot of the same players are in this same situation. And again, there's not been a lot of change to the Xfinity package like there has in the cup package. So these guys know what they're up against. And when you start talking about the elite drivers, the Ty Gibbs of the world, the Nemechek, the Herps now, the, the Josh Berries, they know how to get around this track because they've done it time and time and time again. And they've continually put together good finishes. 
Josh Berry's one of those guys. I found his top three odds actually at plus 140. I like plus money for Josh Berry in in uh, a top three finish. Really, his numbers are set right now at, at plus money for a top three because of the fact that he's only finished inside the top three once this season. And that, of course, was Phoenix. And if we're talking about comparable tracks, right, like Cody was uh, saying, Phoenix is a comparable track this year to uh, to Richmond. He finished third in that race, but it, it's not like he's been completely terrible. He did finish eighth um, at Phoenix as well uh, on that track. But this season, Josh Berry has also had a uh, top five finish in Fontana. He's had a seventh place finish in Atlanta and an eighth place finish in Austin. So in three of the five or four of the five rather uh, races that he's been in, five of the six, Rod Count, but uh, five of the six, he's had a top 10 finish. Uh, and a couple of those were top five finishes ever so close. But we also know that there's been cup drivers in the mix in a lot of those races that actually were up in the in the top couple of spots. Uh, in Richmond, he's, ha- he's had three Xfinity runs in this track or on this track, two seventh-place finishes, and unfortunately a 24th-place finish uh, in 2021. But just outside of the top five in both of those, again, I just think that this is an opportunity for, uh, for Josh Berry to actually have a better day uh, especially hanging out with all those you talked about guys that are missing from the the other races the new the Ty Gibbs the Noah Gragson right those guys are gone now Harrison Burton was a name that was in the top uh, five in the in the race that he was in so you take those names out of it that puts Josh Berry up at least four more spots and uh, you know you got a, a decent finish and a top five finish uh, and then even a top three finish is what I'm hoping for at plus 140 like I said I very much like this price um, I, I just think he's he's due. He's due for a better finish than fifth. Rod, I don't disagree with you very often, but I am going to disagree with you on this one. I, I And you're going to see it throughout the course of my bets here. I'm kind of out on junior motorsports right now. I, I We haven't really seen it from them. I mean, they're, they sort of look like the Ferrari of F1, right? Like they're constantly getting in each other's ways. We've had like five races in a row where they've re- at least one JRM car is wrecked another jrm car i hate to do it because jrm is is obviously one of the top dogs every year in the xfinity series and they probably figure it out later on in the season and they'll be fine and we'll be looking back and be like wow remember when they had this rough start like they look great now right but it's been pretty rough so and when i say rough they've had some good finishes and they've had some cars up there at the end right so it's not it's not like they've just been cole custer can't find a top 10 bad because they haven't been that bad or, or anything like that. But I'm going to fade. And, and you could still hit this with, with hitting my next bet. But uh, I'm going to fade them a little bit this week. And Sammy Smith, I'm going to take over Josh Berry. That's actually my next bet. This is minus 110. Um, so from the Berry side of things, he did finish seventh here last year. Uh, he was 24th in 2021. That was in the 31 car. Uh, so, so you kind of can throw that out because it wasn't a JRM car. Uh, eighth at Phoenix, like you said, 29th at Nashville last year, not very good. 19th and 20th at Martinsville. He did finish third at Phoenix and a 13th place at Phoenix. So some, some mixed, mixed bag of results there, I guess you could go with, um, Sammy Smith. I love the Joe Gibbs cars this week. John Hernemacek is the favorite to win this one. And I, he, I, I mean, I had my, 
my mind's set on taking John Hunter coming into this race, but he's what is he plus three hundred rod? Yeah, it's, it's not, not it's not great. And so, spoiler alert: neither of us took him, but I would not be shocked if he just leads every single lap in this. Like he's almost a must play in DFS. Like he's going to be freaking good. But we didn't take him. He finished like third in the 26 car either last season or two seasons ago, which impressive. But the Toyotas have been fast here last season. Like we talked about, they swept the top two spots. And to open the season, nobody has been as fast as Sammy Smith and John Hernemacek. So I love Sammy Smith this weekend specifically. Uh, so like I said, last season, one, two with Gibbs and John Hunter. So John Hunter was in the in the 18 Gibbs car last year, finished second. Um Sammy Smith just won at Phoenix, the most comparable track to this a couple of weeks ago, right? He led 92 laps in that race. Um, he finished fourth place last week. Yes, a road course, not really comparable at all to this, but that momentum continuing to build off Phoenix. He's getting good, solid runs. That's the thing we were scared about early in the season, betting on him, right? A young guy, got to wait and see till he starts getting these finishes. He's not had that problem. He comes out, he wins a race, solid finishes most weeks here, and, and so he's kind of on a roll at this point. He did finish 10th at Phoenix back in the fall when he was in a Joe Gibbs car. Um, and so, again, he only made a few starts last season as as he was full-time in the ARCA series where he just absolutely dominated everything. But I love Sammy Smith this week and kind of going to fade JRM. As, and I hate to do it because they could pop up and finish one, two, three, four in this race, and I wouldn't be that – I'd be a little shocked because of how they've been running, but I wouldn't be that shocked. Dale Earnhardt Jr. today on uh, the Dale Jr. Download even said, they're struggling to find speed right now. He was talking, they had Chip Ganassi on and was talking about, you know, how do you handle the ups and downs and how that's that's one of the hardest things. Like sometimes, like last season, I mean, Gragson's is ripping off wins. Allgaier is winning. Barry's winning. Like they're at the top of the mountain, right? They had three of the four cars in the, in the championship. And this season, it's been a very rough start to the season, struggling to find speed. They're getting in each other's ways. They're not gelling as a team yet. And although I think that does get better as we go farther into the season, I'm going to fade them for now. And you can't deny the speed that Gibbs has had so far. They did it just great in this race last season. Uh, again, the Toyotas have been fast here. I know Chevy's maybe dominated the winning column for a little while at this place. But last year, it was the Toyotas. We talked about the Toyota advantage in the Cup Series as well. I think Toyotas are going to be good this week. I think the Gibbs Toyotas are going to be good this week. Uh, so I'm going to take Sammy Smith over Josh Berry. I mean, that's fair. Uh, obviously, these JRM cars are treating each other like bumper cars. It's it's literally like they're getting in and, and you know, they're just they're basically riding the ride at the amusement park and bumping into each other. And it I mean, again, I don't know if it's just because we're raising racers now that have no respect for the team mentality or it's a team mentality to the point where it can get you where you're going. But if not, then we'll just take you out. And it's, They've been watching Drive to Survive and how those teammates don't get along. God, they've, <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, man, if Red Bull can do it and still be the best team in F1, That's right. we can do it. I will, uh, to your Barry point, I will say I probably trust him the most, although generally I would say Allgaier, but Allgaier's really had some bad luck and struggled a lot early. Barry is probably the guy I trust the most. So if you're going to take one, it is probably Barry, but I'm just out on JRM at the moment. Well, you'll see that I'm actually in quite a bit on JRM. I know. Uh, I was looking week. at your card and I'm like, 
I'm yeah. going to kind of shit on JRM here, yeah. but I know Rod's going to be a big on him, so That's one of right. us will be right. Well, and it's probably going to be you, so we'll just uh, we'll we'll go there. Oh, uh, says the guy who went three for three last week. Okay. <laughs> All right. My next bet is uh, Austin Hill over our fray that we just love to fade, Mr. Cole Custer. Look, I'm, I'm telling you right now, and I made this point on uh, Derek's uh, betting show, on Twitter, the Twitter space betting show, to which I was kind of rebuked a little bit uh, about talking about momentum. That's all right, but I'll take it. Austin Hill. I haven't had a chance to listen to that yet. That's all right. Softball, but yeah. I, I'm excited to go back and listen to you on that. Uh, go check that out over on, on Twitter uh, at Picks by Blaze. You can find the the Twitter betting show there. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good it was a good show, and I mean, you know, I had to defend myself, and so I did. But um, there you go. Austin Hill. Were it not for an engine problem, would have made a much bigger noise in Austin. He had a fast car. Uh, you know, his 12th place start was not necessarily indicative of how fast his car was. We kind of got robbed. He only got to make 13 laps around Coda, uh, and we didn't necessarily get to see what that 21 car had for us. But we have seen what that 21 car has for us this season, right? Three wins, a sixth place finish, and a seventh place finish this season. Uh, he's only got one. Richmond race as an Xfinity driver. Uh, he started fourth and finished 18th in that race. So can't necessarily say that you're thrilled by that. Um, but on short tracks in general, he's made four Xfinity starts. He's got three top tens and two top five finishes in this uh, in this series. And again, I mean, look, he's one of the hottest drivers right now, and you definitely can't overlook that. Whereas we were big on Cole Custer. We're pretty high on him and, and thinking about him coming back and basically just dominating this series. Well, he has done exactly the opposite. In fact, after a ninth place finish at Daytona where we thought, okay, that's not bad. You know, he's getting his, his feet back. He's, get, he's been in the cup car for a while. Maybe we'll, we'll see better finishes from him soon. Well, 27th at Fontana, 12th at Vegas, 12th at Phoenix, 12th at Atlanta. Uh, what are we talking about? Daniel Humbert coming in in 12th? Well, Cole Custer has been the 12th place car of the field this season and 32nd in Austin. Now look, he actually did run 45 of the 46. He went a lap down um, and just had a very terrible day as well. Got caught up in the, in the mix uh, for Cole Custer, but you know, it's just, it's, he has not been his normal self now on Richmond. I'll say he's got a great track history, right? Uh, in 2019, he finished 30, won it in 2019. He's had a sixth place finish in 2018. Uh, and then a sixth place finish again in 2016. But outside of that, it's been 13th, 14th, 15th. So it's been a mixed bag for Cole Custer. But I'm taking really what's been happening this season into account. I mean, I know that we talk about, okay, this may be a get right track or whatever, but there's no such thing as a get right track for Cole Custer. It should have all been a get right track for Cole Custer. Unfortunately, that hasn't been the case. Austin Hills reaped the benefits. And short of anything catastrophic happening, I really think that he's going to be a factor in this race and therefore not necessarily looking in his rear view to see that double zero car. Yeah, I the disrespect yet again for Austin Hill just floors me, Rod. I, one bad finish, 37th, the engine let go early. But, I mean, uh, he's and, plus and 145. I was going to say, Hill's plus money on this one. Yes, he's plus 145. I mean, that alone... Is enough, there's enough of a toss-up between these guys. Is Cole Custer going to come out in one of these next few races, lead every single lap, and win? I would not be surprised one bit by it. 
But am I going to bet on that at any time soon? No, not until I see it. I know he can do it. I think he's got it in him. We've seen him do it before in the series. We expected him to do it this season, but it has been shit all season for Custer. I don't think he's even got a top 10 finish this season. No. So that alone, and Austin Hill. Well, I Daytona. Mean, Daytona was his own okay, one top 10. Daytona, yeah. So not on a regular track. He did lead a lot of laps and win, I think, won both stages at Auto Club, but even then wasn't able to get the finish. So, I mean, Austin Hill has been good, Rod. He's finished first, sixth, first, seventh, first in these races to start the season. Again, 37th last week. We know how good of a road course racer he is, though. I don't think he would have finished that badly had he not had the issues. He's led 187 laps this season. Um, he finished 18th in this race last year, yes, but 8th at Nashville, 4th at Martinsville. And I'm really not even looking that much at what Austin Hill did last season because of what he's done this season. I mean, what he's done this season speaks for itself. So um, had a good run a couple weeks ago at Phoenix as well. Uh, so, yeah, I love Austin Hill this week. You just you can't trust Cole Custer. If this was minus 110 either way, it'd be a little harder to talk me into it. But plus 145, you're taking the guy who's gotten solid finishes every single week against the guy that's struggled and not been able to do it, and you're getting him at a great price. So this is a no-brainer for me. Uh, totally agree with you. Love this one. Next up, we actually have the same bet here like you mentioned earlier. This one is, is not even close for me. Riley Herbst over Daniel Hemrick, minus 120. What did I say about Riley Herbst? Always going to finish in the top 10. Daniel Hemrick, he's finished a little better the last couple of weeks, but we're going to throw those out being super speedway in a road course. On regular tracks, Daniel Hemrick will be in 12th position, maybe 11th or 13th, and Cole Custer's been, been hogging up the 12th spot. But uh, Hemrick is generally around 10th to 12th, week in and week out. Herbst is going to be in the top 10. He's going to be in the top five. Maybe we'll even bring his name up again later for a better finish than that. Uh, so to me, this is bring the hammer out, Rod. It's not even close. Dan, uh, yeah, Riley Herbst over Daniel Hemrick, minus 120. Give it to me all day. Interesting fact. In this race, Riley Herbst has finished uh, better than Daniel Hemrick in the last two races. Here are their finishing order. Riley Herbst in the 2021 Go Bowling 250 finished in the fifth position. Daniel Hemrick in that race finished in sixth. <laughs> in the 2020, Virginia is for lovers. Uh, it was, uh, oh, hang on, I'm sorry. Uh, go to 2022. The 2022 Toyota Care 250. Uh, Riley Herbst finished in fifth. Daniel Hemrick finished in sixth. Both races from 2021 and 2022, Herbst fifth, Hemrick sixth. That is an insane stat. It cashed by one place, but it cashed nonetheless. Uh, and I, and again, I think this is a, just going really off of what has been happening this season uh, altogether, where Riley Herbst, you said it, it's, it's a sixth-place finish at Daytona, seventh at Fontana, eighth at Vegas, fourth in Phoenix, fifth in Atlanta, tenth in Austin, uh, and then you go to Daniel Hemrick, 36th at Daytona, 12th at Fontana, 10th at Las Vegas, 10th at Phoenix. He did manage a second-place finish we talked about in uh, Atlanta and a sixth-place in Austin. But by and large, it has been Daniel Hemrick finishing better than uh, – I'm sorry, Bradley Herbst finishing better uh, than Daniel Hemrick in this. Um, and again, it doesn't matter if Hemrick finishes in sixth place because Riley Herbst has proven he can finish in fifth on this very track. 
So uh, I do, again, I do like this a lot because I just, I believe in the fact that we are seeing Herps now kind of come into his own and, and feel a lot uh, very good about being a, a racer again. And I'll take that every day, all day. Yeah, I, I again, totally agree. We're both on this. Uh, and, and Hemrick, he has had good finishes the last two weeks. I'll give him that. We'll see if he can do it on an oval. Like you said, sixth place here the last two seasons. Even if he does sixth place again, I think Herps is still going to finish better than him. So uh, I, I really like this one. Next up for me, another head-to-head. I I got more head-to-heads than normal this week. I really liked some of the ones that were out here. This one included Chandler Smith over Sam Mayer. Again, fading the JRM guys. Sorry. But uh, this is at plus 100. Again, another plus money one that I really like. You go back to the most comparable track a few weeks ago. Uh, Chandler Smith finished fifth place. He led 115 laps at Vegas a couple, or the, I think that was a week before. Um, fourth at Auto Club. He won the Truck Series race here at Phoenix or at, at Richmond last fall, led 176 laps in that race. Uh, third place at Phoenix last fall as well in the Truck Series. So, Chandler Smith has proven he can get it done on this track before in the truck series. And the way he has started this season off with a bang. I mean, he has showed up that that race that he led 115 laps at Vegas ended up losing on literally as they took the white flag, which was nice for us. Uh, Austin Hill, 20 to one betters. But uh, I mean, Kyle Busch was in the same equipment in that race. And Chandler Smith is the guy in the college car that dominated that race. AJ Allmendinger's had a couple of solid finishes here the last couple of years in colleague equipment. Even Daniel Hemrick has been able to finish sixth in colleague equipment the last couple of times here, Rod. So I think Chandler Smith can definitely do better than that. Love him. Uh, you go to Sam Mayer. He finished 11th at Phoenix. Again, that's not a horrible day, but ish. He's only led five laps, five non super speedway laps so far this season. Um, he did finish third place here last season, so I will give him that. Uh, and he had a fifth place run at Nashville as well. But that's when things were clicking well for JRM. That's when things were going well. Uh, you go to his Phoenix finishes last season, 23rd and 34th place. So not always great at this type of track. Um, and just, again, it's the way that they have started the season. I know he looked great early on at Daytona. He was doing great until he ended up upside down. I think he even finished second at Auto Club, maybe. A great start to the season, but then it's just, JRM has just continued to struggle. They continue to get in their own way, uh, and until they can figure things out, I'm going to continue to fade them. And Chandler Smith has impressed. I mean, he has shocked me. I did not expect this from Chandler Smith early in the season. I don't think the books even want to believe it yet, maybe, and that's why he's being held back a little bit here. Again, plus money on this one. Um, I like it, so I'm going to go with that. All right. Well, I will tell you why I'm going to take the other way of this. And again, I we're we're, all, we're battling big on this show today, Rob. We are, and <laughs> we don't necessarily butt heads this much, but uh, we're uh -uh. we're on it. But look, here's the thing. I I don't know if it's just because I feel like at some point they've got to get it figured out, right? I mean, it's uh, we're we're what now into the seventh race of the season, and at some point this JRM team is just going to figure it out. Maybe they've gotten taken to the woodshed. After six bad weeks, I mean, this isn't uh, this isn't a a New York Jets team, right? That will come out every week and just suck. They are a good team, and they just need to get whipped into shape. And I think something about this is going to to click. And this is a track where they have had success, and I think that they can do this again. 
Uh, and I think maybe this is the week. Now, look, I'm not going out here and telling that they're going to be all like good, but uh, I like that, the value. That JRM one two three four finishes loading. Right, <laughs> I'm looking. If it happens, I'll be happy because if the right person's there, I'm okay. Um, but here's the thing: I'm picking Sam Mayer to win Group C. If you want to know where that group is, let me know. Uh, you may not after I read off these names. Who knows? But I like Sam Mayer because I, Sam... I don't want to know, Rob. I know you don't want to know, and that's <laughs> fine. Uh, group C in this particular grouping has um, Cole Custer, which we already know I Sam Mayer is going to finish over Cole Custer. But Cole Custer is the favorite in this at plus 175. All right? And then there's Chandler Smith at plus 185. Sam Mayer is at plus 230. But riddle me this, Batman. Austin Hill's at plus 330. I almost might switch to that. <laughs> Given what I've I've already talked about, I contradicted myself. Um, but again, I think Sam Mayer stands a good chance of, of possibly coming away with this. Because look, as much as I know that Austin Hills had a lot of momentum, he could get caught up in something later in the race. Cole Custer is probably going to get caught up in something early. Uh, but you know, Austin Hill could be front running, could be in the middle of the pack. Something happens. I don't know. All I know is that I know Sam Mayer is going to beat Cole Custer. That's for sure. I know Austin Hill's going to beat Cole Custer. I know everybody's probably going to beat Cole Custer in this group. But I think Sam Mayer has a shot to be up around the front. Look at his last few finishes. Not bad, right? Second place at Fontana, seventh at Vegas, 11th at Phoenix, ninth in Atlanta, seventh in Austin. Now, again, we know that Austin Hill has kicked everybody's ass over the last few weeks. But I still think Sam Mayer may be in for something. Uh, last year in this, in this uh, track, he finished third. It's not a bad finish for uh, a young man uh, of his age and his, of his uh, experience level. So, again, some point, JRM's got to get something figured out, and they can't keep doing this, especially on tracks where their drivers have had success. Short tracks for Sam Mayer in his Xfinity career, seven races total, four top fives, six top four, or top tens, rather. So he's only finished outside of the top ten in one road uh road uh short track we were at a road race last week so um yeah again they're changing up these styles on us so much it's hard rod i can't it's hard to keep up with what type of track we're at this week can't just when he's been driving he's been good uh no listen i i I just think he's got an opportunity this week um i like sam i just like the price i mean i like austin hill too so if you want to go on austin hill at plus 330 to win that group by all means i won't fault you on that one but Look at Cody's like, yes, take Austin Hill. Fine, take Austin Hill. Just sprinkle, yes, sprinkle I like something Austin on both Hill of those. That group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could take both of them and, and make a way to find it positive, but I would just take Austin Hill personally. But again, you can't count the JRM guys out. I mean, you just read off his finishes. It's not, most drivers would take those finishes every week. Like, they're not horrible. So it's, uh, you're not just completely off base throwing Daniel Hemrick out there to beat a bunch of people or something. So <laughs> I won't go too crazy on you. Um, next up for me, Sammy Smith, top five minus minus one thirty-five. lock it, load it. Good to go. I mean, I've already talked about how much I love Sammy Smith this weekend. I'm about to talk about it more in a few minutes. I love Sammy Smith. The Gibbs cars were fast here last year. They've been fast to start this season. He just won at Phoenix a couple of weeks ago. I, again, if, if you need more rewind a couple of minutes ago when I talked about him, cause I, I truly love this guy this week. I'm big on these JGR cars. So uh, Sammy Smith, top five. Minus 135 is not, uh, again, there's no Cup Series guys in this race. Yes, you've got John Hunter. You know, I mean, 
who else is gonna you know i man yeah i love this one i top five at plus one or minus 135 i would even almost look at him for a top three i don't know what that's at exactly i'm trying to stall as i get to it he's plus 150 for a top three you could take that as well but i feel like the top five it gives you those extra two spots of comfort just in case um but i I love sammy smith this weekend so i'm going to take the top five at minus 135 all right, well, you can have that because if Sammy Smith does end up doing it, uh, then that's fine. But if he doesn't, I got one coming up for you. It's my winning car bet of the week. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I wasn't going to do it this week, but I, I actually I do love the odds for the odd car uh, at plus 185. Uh, it's, it's very interesting to me because I feel like uh, the even cars is are loaded, but the odd cars are just as loaded, actually. The one car... This is, again, where we're going to disagree big time. Oh, for sure. All the JRM cars are odd numbers except one of them, and all the, the Gibbs cars are even numbers. I know. That's weird. I, I did look at that, too, and I was like, holy cow. But you got Sam Mayer in the one car. You have got Justin Allgaier in the seven car. You've got Brandon Jones in the nine car. Daniel Hemrick, which, again, that's probably not going to happen. Uh, you've got Austin Hill in the 21 car that definitely could make a run for it. Um, and, and, you know, those are, that's a pretty stocked group right there in and of itself past that, not necessarily too thrilled about anything. Uh, Jeb Burton what, may come what up about and steal Joe a win. Junior Rod, he's in a Joe Gibbs car this week. Yeah, he is. And that's what he'll be driving. <laughs> as, as much as I've loved <laughs> on Joe Gibbs, do not touch Joe no, Graff no, Jr. No, 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 no. That's, he's been horrible in these cars. I'm glad he has enough money to buy this ride for the weekend. Uh, you know, Jeb Burton is, is in the 27. He's an intriguing guy uh, to throw something on if you can find like a top 10. If you can find top 10, because uh, Jeb Burton's actually had not been bad on Richmond uh, overall. so But that's a 27 car as well. If he finds his way into a, a Jeremy Clements-type win, uh, then I think we're, we're, we're good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like, I like the at least top half of the odd cars uh, because one of the picks I have is an odd car. So I, I think uh, I'm going to go with that as well. Yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's still some good guys in this group. Obviously, I'm kind of out on the JRM cars, but... You're the master at these odd even number window things, so I'm never going to argue with you on those. I think you should, though. So uh, lock in that Austin Hill win. <laughs> <laughs> or at the very so least. That's just the way this still hits, and I can be right. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Um, well, speaking of winners, we're going to get to them correct. So we'll take one more break, and we'll lay out the winners once again, Cody has uh, a whole sheet full, so uh, we'll be ready for those when we come Man, back from the break. some of these odds, right? I can't. Oh, I know. How, how am I supposed to pass up on some of these? Yeah. I can't do it. It feels like super speedway pricing on like, a short yeah. track. And, yeah, we'll get into it in a minute, but yeah. just giving us gifts. Yeah, we'll take them. We'll continue to take them if they give them to us. So. That's right. All right. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll have our winners. But before we do, let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy because we're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness College Pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the get in on the action, especially if your bracket has already been busted and been busted since you have filled it out. I know the feeling. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. You want to get in, head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. 
ESPN. Everybody out there watching on YouTube, the more and more of you that do it make me think that we're actually going to continue to uh, to be on YouTube and stay on YouTube. In fact, Cody, I don't know if you noticed, but we did throw the F1 show out there on YouTube, uh, and it's out there now for everyone to watch. Yeah, yeah. Check it again if you're if you're just used to listening to us on the the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. We got we do the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. Of course, that's on all your you know podcast players, but. Decided to toss it over on the the NASCAR YouTube. So uh, give it give it a watch if you're uh, if you know again if you're watching on YouTube and you you like to consume it this way. It's bonus episode for you. It is a bonus episode, and at some point maybe they'll give it its own channel and you can watch it on there as well. But uh, in the meantime, thank you for watching this. Continue to subscribe. Continue to click the bell if you've already done so. We appreciate you. Comment, like, share it with your friends. Uh, play it in the barbershop as people are trying to get their hair cut and they say, what is this crap? And you say, it's not crap. It's a NASCAR gambling podcast. Uh, we love it. You'll love it. Look it up. <laughs> are we done? Uh, all right. Uh, you got to make those reads fun, Rod. I always make them awkward. I feel like I'm back in high school again and I'm just trying to get the cool kids to actually like me. And I'm like... Mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say by the end of it. I'm just like, I, I don't know anymore. What are, what are we doing? I here? think you're doing a great job. I think you make them fun. You make them exciting. They're not just kind of boring and blah, 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 blah. You entertain. So well, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. I, I love, I love Cody for that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, winners, Rod. Winners. going to be all guys we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. Again, I told you I like certain guys this week. I'm going to stick to them. John Hunter, if you want to do it, I have no blame for you at all. Again, he's the favorite for a reason. He's been very good here. It, uh, the top, the plus 300s at the top, sometimes it's good to do, right? We did it last week with A.J. Allmendinger. You called that, and it wasn't even close, right? He, well, okay, close-up points, but he was the best car out there. Easily won the race. Uh, I tried to do it in the Cup Series, and it didn't work out as well. So it, you know, I did it. Oh shit, I did it in the Truck Series, and it didn't work either. So it, you know, take that for what you will. But I went with his teammate Sammy Smith plus seven hundred for the guy that just won Phoenix a couple weeks ago in an impressive way. Again, I've already talked about it multiple times. But with Joe Gibbs' cars being one two last season, uh, he won at Phoenix, and that wasn't just a fluke win. He led ninety two laps that day. It was a great run. The fourth place last week, 10th at Phoenix in the fall. Uh, Sammy Smith has been good. I love him for the top five. I love him over Josh Berry. Also love him to win at 7-1. to one. Austin Hill, Rod, he has won three of six races this season. He is the favorite to win the championship. He's the points leader, the playoff points leader, and he's still at 10-1. to one. It's not the 20 to 1 we've gotten a few times on them, which was very nice. It's They have adjusted, but not enough. Why is it 10 to 1? I, I wasn't going to pick him, but how can you not at 10 to 1? You're getting great value on the guy who's been the best driver in the series so far this season. So to me, it's a no-brainer. Also, let me know if you notice a pattern here, Rod. I'm going to read off Austin Hill's finishes. First, sixth, first, seventh, first, 37th. What goes next, Rod? Well, if we continue with the pattern, like you would do in kindergarten, it would be first place, which <laughs> you're going to hit 10 to 1. Uh, and you can hit your winning car odd number there as well at plus 185. So double dips. And if you go against Rod's advice and take him to win that group C, that was plus three something. So I like that as well. But 
No, Austin Hill, uh, he's been great. He's already got 187 laps led so far this season through these six races. He has been on the ball, one of the better cars, uh, consistently doing it. We've seen a big step up in that RCR program, so love him. And then 30-1, to 1, I could not throw him out there, Rod. Maybe the rain helps him. Maybe he just does it on his own. Riley Herbst, I don't want to not be betting on Riley Herbst when he finally gets that first win. It's coming, right, Rod? It's, it's got to be there eventually. Hey, Gosh, I hope so. That 98 car in victory lane would look pretty sweet, right? I mean, that little monster yeah. energy there. Yeah. Kind of a kind of a nice little. Is he running Monster Energy car this week? I think he is. Right, he is. probably it's Monster most. Yeah, it's so Monster. I, I don't think is he ever run not Monster car. No, but you know always. how every once in a while you get thrown yeah, a loop. Know, so no, he yeah. is he is running the Monster. Either Energy. whatever ninety eight car it will be, it yeah. will look great in Victory Lane. Been a few years since we saw uh, Chase Briscoe took that car to Victory Lane a ton of times a couple seasons ago. But uh, again, a thirty to one for a guy who's finished in the top five the last couple of races here. Um, and has all these good stats. Fourth place at Phoenix. There's been chances for him to win. He's been top 10 every race. Like He's going to be up in the mix. Maybe the wet weather ends up coming into play. Maybe that helps him out. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe things just fall his way. I don't know. Maybe he just races his way up there and gets it done. But I think at 30-1, to 1, he's worth a little bit to throw on. Um, and I I didn't used to believe that Riley Herbst could win a race. I, I've been very critical of him last season. I thought maybe he was only keeping this ride because he had the big sponsorship. I didn't know why Monster loved him so much. But we've seen it this season. He has been impressive. He's the only guy that's finished top 10 in every race. He, he's just been consistent. He needs to take that next step. We've not seen that yet. But it can happen. I'm starting to believe 30 to 1, too good to pass up. So give me Riley Herbst as that long shot. Believe, Cody. Welcome to the Riley Herbst side of life. I feel like I might have brung you in a little bit in the Riley Herbst love. Well, I mean, it's not as if he didn't do it by driving well either. So I'm True. just saying, like, yes. whatevs. Yeah. And, uh, like, it, it is a Stuart Haas car. Yes. Like, we know that these cars, we've seen Cole Custer's won nine, ten races before. Chase Briscoe's done it in that 98 car. It's been a little bit less in the last few seasons. And Riley's been the only guy in that car last couple of seasons now since briscoe moved up but you know we got these two cars back we thought that custer could come out and win nine ten races that means that herps could win in that car as well um so yeah at 30 to 1 i think you know again if he's 10 to 1 or something probably not but 30 to 1 it's worth it so i was going to all all things considered i was going to throw out austin hill as a winner as well so i'm glad you put him in the dock because i i just didn't i mean i was like uh, i don't know but you i'm glad you did that because at 10 to 1 it just feels like a no-brainer to at least put something yeah. in there on him. So yeah, I mean, I, w I wasn't planning on having somebody in that range, but it just that's again, it's like the Alex Bowman thing in the Cup Series. Like, I don't necessarily he's just going to come out and win the race, but when you're giving me these types of odds, like, I can't pass that up. It's yeah. it's it doesn't fit with the performance that we've seen so far. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, here's where I'm going to go against you again, as I have all show. This is basically like Rod against Cody in this one. It doesn't happen often, but no. every once in a while we get there. Uh. But I'm going to say Justin Allgaier at plus 450. Now, again, it's not a John Hunter Nemechek uh, at plus 300. And in fact, I saw I saw Josh Bear. I'm sorry. I saw jo uh, Justin Allgaier at like plus 300 in some spots uh, as well. Oh. So to get him where I got him at plus 450, I, I liked the value in that. Justin Allgaier won back-to-back -back races here in the 2020 season. On, those were his only two of the the, C, of the 
The only two times that he's won at Richmond, uh, which is not a gigantically long history. But look, I know we've talked <laughs> a lot about junior motorsports and their struggle. And I basically almost brought up every single junior motorsports driver. But something in me, like I said, feels like it's about to click. And I think this might be the race where it clicks. Even though, and, and I, I think Cody said it perfectly, we're over here talking about junior motorsports struggles. Well, Justin Allgaier this season, third at Daytona, third at Fontana, second at Vegas, fifth at Austin. He did have a bad day in Phoenix. He did have a bad day in Atlanta, crashed out of both those races. But you're telling by his teammates both times. Exactly. He was playing bumper cars with his teammates. If he stays away from the rest of his teammates, I think he's in line for a pretty decent finish. But here's the thing. If you're telling me that four top five finishes is struggling, other teams would absolutely love that struggle. So I, I feel like, uh, again, this is not something that's out of the realm of possibility for Allgaier. Just even looking back at his last few finishes, uh, last year at this track in 2022, not bad or not a, not a great day. He had a 14th place finish in that race. But before that, 2021, fourth place finish. Like I said, back-to-back -back wins in that 2020 season. Fourth place in 2019. Third place in 2019 in the spring. Remember, they came here twice. All told, in his 22 starts, he's got 11 top 10 finishes, 8 top 5s, and 2 wins. So, he's done it recently on this track. We talked a lot about the, the folks that are going to be gone from this race uh, that aren't going to be racing here. Ty Gibbs, not going to be here this season. A.J. Allmendinger, not going to be here. Uh, there's no Brandon Brown. Like, I mean, guys that were all standing in his way earlier uh, in this race as well. Talk, go even go back to 2021. No Noah Gragson. No Justin Haley, um, no Ty Gibbs, no Harrison Burton. Like, all these guys are not even going to be there anymore. And, in fact, if you take out Noah Gragson, uh, Justin Haley, it's just John Hunter Nemechek and Justin Allgaier from that 2021 race, and that would have been your 1-2, which means Justin Allgaier would have had a shot to win this race. So, again, I know, I know, I know that Junior Motorsports is struggling, but... You're only struggling for so long until you come back out on top, and I think this is a breakthrough week for JRM. Good luck, Rod. I, I, you know, good luck to you. You know, it's you. You were correct last week. You hit all three winners in all three series, so I'm not gonna. You know, I, I, I just, I'm not. What did I tell I you know. on the if, recap if gonna, show? My, my cold streak's about to start. Maybe this is it. Maybe, maybe I put too much faith in JRM. I don't know, but I, um. Definitely it, thinking it, something's going to happen. If you're going to go to 450 for Allgaier, I would much rather have John Hunter at 330, honestly. But that's just me. Again, you know, listen to Rod because he knows what he's talking about. But I just, I don't, I don't know why. I, I don't. I've always been big on the JRM guys. Maybe they've burned me a few times this season. That's why I don't. I don't know. And Allgaier, I mean, we. You think of Phoenix. You think of Allgaier. Like again, a fairly comparable track. And just with things, the way things have not been clicking over there. In listening to Dale Earnhardt Jr. even sounding concerned about it, it really makes me think about it. And I, I just I don't want to be on them this week. And maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe you know Brandon Jones comes out of nowhere and wins this race finally after after I'm finally off of him. But uh, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Uh, it is you know it's kind of spicing things up a little bit where we don't don't totally agree on everything. Uh, probably won't happen very often because we're what 150 episodes into this almost and. It's not happened very many times, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see how this week goes, and uh, 
which one of us is, is more on the right side than the other one. Hey, look, maybe people like the spicier side of it. Maybe they want us to be at odds. Maybe they like the tension. Do you want tension. us to battle every show from now on? Do you want us to yell at each other and tell each other we're <laughs> wrong for a full hour and a half? I'd, I, for one, don't have the stomach for that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like yeah, doing five, six shows a week together, we probably wouldn't be very good at I, that. I don't know that. Yeah. And I think I think we, we get built, along too well. I was going to say, I think we built the listener base pretty much on the fact yeah. that we've been likable guys. So I think we'll keep that dynamic, shall we? Yeah. We'll, we'll save the good cop, bad cop, and uh, just do that every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. We'll pull it out for Richmond's every once yeah. in a while. So. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. Get your pen and paper out. We're going to go over the bets as we do. Cody started you out with uh, our friend Riley Herbst as a top five vehicle at plus 350. I said Josh Berry. I'm laughing now because of JRM (laughs) as a top three car at plus 140. Uh, And then (laughs) Cody followed it right up with Sammy Smith over Josh Berry at minus 110. Your heads are going to be spinning by the time this is done, guys. When you're you're going to fill out your card, you have no clue what you're doing. It's like you're going to go up with a voting ballot and just be like, I don't know any of these guys. I'm just going to start filling in bubbles. Uh, and then I followed it up with Austin Hill over Cole Custer at plus 145. Both of us agree that Riley Herbst will finish better than Daniel Hemrick at minus 120. And then Cody said that Chandler Smith will finish better than Sam Mayer. But then again, I said Sam Mayer is going to end up winning Group C, which includes uh, Mr. Chandler Smith and Austin Hill and Cole Custer. And then Cody said Sammy Smith was going to finish inside the top five at minus 135, which I told you the winning car was going to be an odd-numbered card at plus 185, where Cody's all of them are all evens at Sammy Smith plus 700. Oh, no, Austin Hill's odd. Um, Hill's odd. Austin Hill at 10 to 1 and Riley Herbst at 30 to 1. And then I said Justin Allgaier was going to win this race. He is an odd number, by the way, at plus 450. There are our bets. If you need them again, join the Discord. We'll be happy to share it with you. If none of that made any sense whatsoever. But uh, there's your card, guys. Have fun this week. There it is. Pick whose side you're on and uh, place your bets accordingly. (laughs) Oh, man. Listen, and honestly, I know already going into this that it's going to be the Cody Zeeb show. I'm going to have everybody in Discord say, Uh, all right, way to go, Cody. Good job, Cody. Nice pick, Cody. So, uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not as confident in that as you are, Rod. You've I been am. the one that's uh, tearing it up more, more so than me lately. I'm trying to get up, trying to get off the snide here. So trying something different this week. Uh, picking Chase Briscoe in the Cup Series. You don't need much more proof than that. Boy, let me tell you, they're <laughs> taking a big swing at that one, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, trying to right this ship over here. Uh, well, I think it'll get written. I think we're we're now starting to tame out a little bit. I know this is a short track. I know this is chaotic, and and it's you know another track style and another different week but um i think i think we pretty much know this race i think we've we've got a handle on how this race is going to turn out at least one of our narratives is going to be right we'll just figure out whose it is yeah, that's a good it. thing right one of us is going to be correct on a lot of this stuff yep so whoever you tail guys or if you mix it up yep. whatever no, let it's, us know. it's up to you this time it's up to you to pick which one you like <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Cody, let's wrap it up and give everybody a chance to run to the books to hit these odds uh, before they shift. So why don't you let everybody know where they can find you on social media? Yep. Follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Z. You can follow the show as well at NASCAR Gambling. Uh, again, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you go over to YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, go over to the podcast, download, subscribe, click the bells, all the fun things like that. 
check out the F1 episode that we put up as well over on the YouTube. Or again, if you're on a podcast, you can type in F1 Gambling Podcast. It'll pop up for you there. Uh, a lot of fun. Rod hit again. Another winner in that one last race. So uh, this man's on a roll. Follow his picks. He says that only to have all of mine gack out this week so he could be right. So he can say nothing it's, it's but that, him. that reverse psychology I'm trying. Uh. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter before I deactivate it at RJ Via Gomez and hide from all of you from having bad takes. Link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's uh, in between media. The back road is kicking off again tomorrow. We'll be talking about this race and recapping the last one. Hey, do us a favor. Leave us a review if you like this show. Uh, the bosses love to see it. There's been a lot of other shows gaining reviews, and uh, we'd love to be a part of that action so the bosses know that they can keep us on the air and keep us uh, giving you good picks week in and week out because we love doing the show. We love doing it for you, and we love all of you. Get in the Discord. Continue the conversation. See you on YouTube. See you tomorrow. We'll break down some trucks and uh, have some more fun with you. So until then, let's go racing and let it ride. <laughs>